0: And welcome to episode number 86 of the Kerrville Podcast. Michaela Taylor here and... John Barrera. And today we have some awesome guests. Uh, They've been on the podcast before. It's been a little while since they've been on the podcast. How many times have they been on the podcast? Well,
1: Andrew and Gilbert came once together, and then Andrew came, and then... now they're here back together That's all right, right
0: so this is andrew's <laughs> third time on the Kerbal podcast this is gilbert's second time on the yeah. Kerbal podcast Woo. and you guys are doing big things for people on the texas hill country and right. uh kind of explain I, I know you guys have explained this a couple times already but kind of explain what you guys do sure Absolutely, we would love to. Uh, let me read our disclosure
2: real quick, and then but. We can.
0: But first, but, but wait, uh, there's need,
2: more. I need John's announcer voice for that. Right. Okay, you want to read this? No, I'm Just no, go okay.
0: ahead. Okay. Yeah, have John read it. That'd no. be great.
2: No, it's okay. <laughs> I've it I, I I practice with you know. it. I try. Okay. To, I try to do it swiftly. Uh, securities and investment advisory services offered to Next Financial Group, member FINRA/SIPC. Texas Hill Country Advisors is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of myself, Andrew Gay, Gilbert Prize and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. So, uh, Gilbert, you want to take Michaela's question there? <laughs> okay,
3: after the disclosure. Okay. Yes. yes, yes. Well, what do we do? A- Andrew and I are financial advisors, so we help people in uh, with their investments so stocks and bonds and mutual funds but more importantly we also help people with just financial questions so uh, we we talk to a lot of people all the time every day and sometimes all we're doing is just helping them through a problem so we're we're problem solvers I think that's really more than anything mm. else what we yes. do in the as, financial
0: arena ask yeah. financial advisors uh, what's the most common question that y'all get asked what should I do with this
3: yeah, yeah, that, that's usually the same. Yeah, um, we we get people that that uh, will, will ask us. You know, they they inherit money, they earn some money, um, hit they, the lottery, they they win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that happened. Uh, we we get all kinds of questions, but the the most common question is, I, I've got some money. What should I do with it? And and sometimes it's invest it. Sometimes it's pay off some debt. Sometimes it's. Do something different,
1: wait. Um, why sometimes it's not a cookie cutter kind of a solution abs- for everybody? Absolutely not. No way, no how, no, um, never. E- everybody's different. I'm so. like the dumb guy on an infomercial, but <laughs> wait, why?
3: why, why? Yeah, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so really, what me and Andrew do is when we meet with people, we, we take the time to listen to them. Um, you know, we would love nothing more than to open an account for somebody, get it invested, and because that, that means that usually we make some money off of that and, and that, that's a great idea. We're not a nonprofit, so we, we do need to make some money. but uh, more importantly, we have to we have to figure out for that person if it's really the right thing to do. And for that's a right. lot of people, um, sometimes not not investing it is the best thing to do and it's it's maybe taking care of some debt, um, you know maybe having an emergency fund first, uh, saving up for their kids' college uh, tuition that's coming up in a year or two. There's a lot of different things that are out there that we talk to people about. And and another big one right now is uh, student loans. Oh, my gosh. So many people are struggling with student loans that that sometimes the best thing to do is pay pay down that student loan first.
1: Yeah. So you would would turn down an opportunity to make money for the betterment of your client?
3: Uh, Absolutely. As as strange as that sounds, yes.
2: (laughs) But furthermore, if you really want to get specific, um, there's regulations that all financial advisors should be held to and standards that um uh, in in some cases not all um uh, they're like required to do that
1: like a fiduciary duties that's yeah. exactly, exactly right yeah
2: and yeah now do they all do that all the time nah probably not but uh we do uh i mean that's our philosophy and it's very interesting that gilbert and i um you know we were talking about music on the way over here we were talking about the cover of the 1984 van halen album um which you know i actually know what that looks like i had a copy of it but it was in cd form gilbert had the actual album you had the cassette
3: (laughs) (laughs) rocking that cassette Uh, eight track eight track oh Mm. eight Uh, track dang (laughs) no 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 i'm not that old Uh, but i remember having the actual album i bought the album I, yeah. I remember actually buying the 1984 album, and you played it on your record player at, at, your house. at home. Yeah, did absolutely. you ever scratch your rock records? I I, I did all the time, um, and I and I wish I knew what happened to my records, but I'm sure my mother threw them out or something. I have stuff
0: like that from my childhood too, where I'm like, "What happened to this?" Mm. Like I remember yeah. having it, but I don't know what happened to it. It just disappeared, and then you know, I'll, I'll like go out in the garage and I'll see a toy that the kids hardly play with, and I'm just like, "Chunk it." You know, right in the trash yeah, can. That's never what happened. To and now I, it. I think I realized exactly what what, what happened to it. Never okay. mind, just, let's keep
2: not, going. not not to go down this rabbit hole, but I have to say one of my most recent uh, items that came up like that that I and it pains me now to think about was I played Magic: The Gathering when I was young, the card yeah. game, and I had a binder full of all these like foiled rare cards that I collected over the years, and I sold it. I don't know how many years ago, probably ten years ago, at a garage sale for like you know 80 bucks or Mm. something and it would it would i i found i found that out because i recently came into something that apparently it's like still a thing and there's people that are super into it yeah it's like worth money in the cards and i was just like man i wish i wouldn't have done that (laughs) same thing with me same thing i
0: had a i had a wrestling ring and i had about 50 ww it was wwf then wrestlers you know, yeah, my grandparents had yeah, a yeah. garage sale, They're like anything you want to put in there. I was like, yeah, I'll just put this in there. I just wanted to make some money, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see if it would sell, you know. I ended up selling that wrestling ring and like fifty wrestlers for twenty bucks mm. and and at my grandparents' like... garage sale. And I the saw people on had...
3: Eric's one time, I don't know if that you know really counts. Yeah, The uh, yeah. uh, Oh yeah, Ric Flair, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I saw him live. I saw him wrestling in San Antonio. Yeah, wow. and so like
2: wow. when Gilbert was growing up, that was it was that was the thing. Was, live shows were still like big yeah 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 Absolutely. um anyway so so let's see if i can tie that back into what we're talking about so was it, that a
0: was that a smart financial oh, back to my wrestler yeah quote, yeah because that, <laughs> those people that found those uh-huh. i mean they, they got there and they saw those and they asked how much they were and i was like 20 bucks and they were like like they couldn't get the money out fast enough to pay for them mm-hmm. and run off was that a good buy financial investment for
2: them i would say well i don't know if they seemed to get the money out of their, if they couldn't get the money out of their pocket <laughs> fast enough they would probably thought it was a good deal so um I, I don't know i don't know i don't know enough about collectibles but i'm 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 sure that that would, would win over probably well the market um, speaks 20 you know it does supply
0: and demand yeah. that's right
2: okay so so anyway so regardless of our our backgrounds our upbringings where we grew up all the differences that we have, our similarity aligns with our, in our financial philosophy and how we treat people and treat our clients and our customers and our community members and all of that. So, um, there's been times that Gilbert and I, that I'm, I'm servicing a client or talking to a client, talking to a client and, you know, Gilbert's not there or vice versa. And then I will have a conversation with them, go back and talk to Gilbert. And it's so funny because I don't tell him what we talked about and he'll say the same thing Mm. that I say when we're talking about the financial aspect of everything. Yeah. So um, our philosophies are both uh, aligned in the same aim if you will for for what we do so and that's
0: important i yeah. mean if, if you're out of tune with each other and out of step that creates major problems in any business when the management or the ownership of a business is, is out of tune with each other so absolutely same, same mission statement same core values and everything there. Is yeah, that- we
3: we uh i've always told andrew that our first job is to help people so whether there's something in it for us or not it's, it's not important really. Our first first job is to help people. And we, we've both met Mm. with people, um, over the years that, you know, there was, there was really nothing we could really help them with except give them advice, point them in the right direction and say, you know, uh, this is probably what I would do if I was in your position. And, and really sometimes people just need advice and and they don't know who to ask. Yeah. Whether yep. it's um, taxes, insurance, um, paying down debt, um, helping family, uh, all kinds of things. I, I've even helped people. Uh, they were. I had a widow that lost her husband a few years ago, and, and one of the first things she needed help with was having somebody to help her cut her grass because her husband yeah. did that. And, and she, they didn't own a lawnmower, and she didn't know what to do. And, and so she called me. She says, well, can you help me? And I said, yeah, I know a few people. Let me call them. Um, All I did was make a few phone calls for and send somebody out there to cut her grass. And, you know, I've had people uh, a few years ago, I had a customer that when I was working for a big bank, um, he couldn't drive anymore because he was so disabled. But his mind was fine. He just needed to make a withdrawal from the bank and he didn't do ATM machines. Mm. And so he, he just needed me to pick him up, bring him to the bank so he could go through the drive through, make a withdrawal and go back home. And, and I said, no problem. He says, well, you, you'll you'll have to come inside my house and help me with my walker. I said, sure, no problem. So you know <laughs> what I actually ended up doing? I went to his house, knocked on the door. He's walking over, and, and he had this real big step on his uh, uh, sidewalk where we were coming out. So I had to pick him up. So I said, well, you know what? Don't worry about trying to get your walker over that little step there, that threshold. Let me pick you up. So I picked him up, and he was only... 80 90 pounds he oh, wasn't wow. real heavy mm. I, I i took him over to my truck and i put him in my truck got it went back got his walker put it in the truck and and we did that i just brought him to the bank that's all i did take him to the bank and he was so grateful for for me to help him I'm like man that's that's no big deal at all it is it, it goes is it,
2: so far yeah it does he just Brandon don't understand of kindness yeah, you know, yeah that's, you
0: know? that's, just, that's, and that's one of the biggest things that we can do in life and it really does absolutely. help and, and and let's say Gilbert, you know, Gilbert helped to get this person over to mow this lady's grass. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to mean even more to her now because uh, there's not just somebody to come mow this lady's grass, but Gilbert sent this person yeah. mm. to come mow this lady's grass. Right, right. right. Um, Providing value. I, I've, yeah.
3: I've talked, uh, I, I've been asked a few times to speak at people's funerals because um, I, I, was, I was the closest thing to a friend, I guess, that they had and I've done that a few times. I, I told funny stories about uh, customers. Um, uh, I, I've, I've met people's families from all over the country. Um, you know, I just want to help people. And, and, and one of the ways that I help them is, you know, financial education.
1: Y'all are creating I, relationships. Yeah,
2: I watched an heir uh, to, to an elderly client that we had when we were working at uh, the bank come back in, didn't – I don't remember if you had met them previously or not, but but all they had was the folder and a card the client had left and was like, told them that if, whenever the day comes, that they're not here, all they needed to do was to find that card and find that guy and go see him, and they'd be taken care of, and that was it. They didn't want anything else said, and like, I watched that happen in real life, and like, that's some powerful stuff. Very. Right? Right? That's yeah. a family member, so... Anyway, it's all about helping people and it's kind of like when we had lunch Michaela you mentioned, you know, the philosophy of like give give give. It's kind of like that same thing. It's like we just help people and then, you know, you thank God we have a base and clientele around us to, to help us support that mission. Um, it does take that. It's hard. absolutely it's, yeah. it does.
0: But but I mean that that comes after it it, it, it. When you, when you have, the, and I'm sorry, to, I didn't mean you're to good. take over. No, no, you're good. But when you when you have that philosophy, the give, give, give philosophy, it comes back. That's it, right. It always does. It goes along with, with having faith, you know? Yep. And just doing the right thing and being there for people and, and being a positive influence for those in your life and, and help people wherever you can. It always comes back. Always. Right. It always comes back.
2: It's the I've, same concept. Just don't expect anything in return. Just do what's right and then just leave it at that. Yeah, right, yeah. It, and, that's and that's, it.
0: yeah, and and don't expect anything in return as right. well. Yeah. And just have faith that you're going to be okay. Yes, seriously. Yeah. I, have you ever heard of anybody going broke from helping people?
3: No, no, no. no. I, I'll tell you another story, another good one that I I thought was funny. I had a lady come into the bank a few years ago when I worked there, and she um she needed some help, and and it wasn't investment help. She just needed some help. And over the years, we developed a little bit of a friendship, and so she would come and see me every now and then, and We'd visit and talk, and it was nothing about investing, nothing at all. It was just, hello, how you doing? And and, um, okay, great. Well, I I didn't see her for a few weeks, so I I called her house and left her a message, say, hey, hadn't seen you in a while, just worried about you, you know? Stop on by when you get a chance. I figured she was on vacation or something. Um, Well, her neighbor called me the next day and said, she's in the hospital, um, just, you know, so you know, is is there anything urgent? I said, no, no. I said, I just I was just calling to check on her, make sure she was all right. Um, and I said, well, she, is she at Sid Peterson? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay. Um, I said, well, I wonder if she wouldn't mind if I stopped by just to say hello. And she says, oh, no, she would love to see some, anybody because her family's not here. And, you know, the only person that goes to see her is me. That was her neighbor. Um, so I did. I stopped by the Peterson. I bought a little, little bouquet of flowers at H-E-B. And I bought her a People magazine. And I took it over there to the hospital, and, and I'll never forget when I saw her. She she was crying because I, I you know, brought her some flowers, mm-hmm. a little bouquet of flowers and, and a magazine, and she was crying. She said, "Well, how did you know?" And I said, "Well, your neighbor told me." And I hope it's all right. I said I don't want to intrude, and and you you don't need to tell me anything else other than, you know, if you would accept these things from me. And, and she was crying. Um, and, and a couple of weeks after she got out. Um, she came over and uh, uh, she she opened an investment account with me. And I was like, Amen. great. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I didn't do that's it for that. that. Yeah. I, right. I just wanted to talk to her and see how she was doing, make sure she was all right. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's all about helping people. And, and as long as we keep that forefront in our minds, uh, yeah. the rest of our business will take care of itself.
1: Yeah. People remember you they remember how you made them feel. They might not remember exactly what you said at that point in time, a couple years back, but they're like, damn, I remember Gilbert made me, you know, he, he made me feel this way when he was around. I I know somebody who, who needs to do something with their money. I'm going to send them his way. I know yeah. somebody who needs to buy a house. I'm going to send them her way. I know somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely.
3: It, 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 uh, most of our business now comes from referrals. And so, it's people that, that we've already known that send us other clients, uh, family members, friends, uh, because we don't work for that bank anymore. We don't have right. this ready, steady pipeline of people just walking in the front door. We, we have to go and, and solicit people now, but right. we, we, we don't really do a lot of soliciting because we get a lot of referrals.
2: Or do podcasts. Seriously, that's, that's how podcast. we found you guys. This is literally why we're here. Yeah, right, and how is. we connected with you guys. So.
1: How powerful are podcasts? This is a question for all of y'all. How powerful are podcasts in this day and age?
2: Depends on who you are, I think, but very would probably be a pretty short and easy word. Well, I, I think
3: it, it gives uh, business owners a chance to um, introduce themselves in a more casual way to uh, potential customers. Right, uh, or an it,
2: audience that they might not otherwise reach.
3: Exactly. it It gives you a way to say, hey, listen, Talking to us is not scary. Uh, we're just two dudes um, that are trying to help you. And, you know, through our podcast, we do a podcast every day. Uh, we do a market minute, uh, market update every day. And then on Monday nights, we do our own podcast. Uh, we talk about the economy and the market and things like that. Uh, it, it just helps us to introduce ourselves to people that wouldn't otherwise maybe know who we are. But it also yeah. helps to tell them, hey, listen, we're not scary. We're we're just we're just talking about the market and the economy.
1: Yeah, getting yeah. a 15-second a window is, is a thing of the past. Getting that, you know, small interview, whether you're on TV or whatever, is is a thing of the past. They can truly meet you and truly know who yes. you are. Mm-hmm. Feel your energy, feel your intentions, and be like, wow, you know, they're, they're not out to get my money. You know, they're not oh, out to— They're humans, yeah, just like yeah. me. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, long-form journalism. I think I heard that— word i like that
2: that? long form journalism i i got that off of rogan's someone on there said something about that but they're talking about the same thing that we're talking about saying listen you get to see inside someone's head basically Mm -hmm. on through the other side of a screen and you're listening to us and our philosophies and our life stories and who we are and we talk about our you know your kids and our families and like we're community members right and you get to see it's just it's all out there in the open so there's not like there's not little places to hide behind you know so you really and truly get to f- a different feel from from interacting or consuming that kind of content than you do from a 15 minute ad or 15 second ad
1: yeah right this sell me this pin mentality I think it's dying and I yeah. think the consumer is getting a lot smarter and they see through the BS. Because,
3: because, of research, access, yeah.
2: to, because of access to information yeah. and podcasts are helping with that. Yeah. You throw so, that in the hat. Well, so, and, and then oh, let, go
3: ahead, Gilbert. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, let, let's face it. Uh, what we do, me and Andrew, it's not unique. There there are a lot of financial advisors. There's a lot of uh, businesses that do the same thing. And, and frankly, there's a lot of people that do it themselves. There's online financial advising. I mean, you really don't need two guys in Kerrville, Texas, to help you if you don't want to. Yeah. But we figure by doing a podcast, we're not only giving you information that you can use, but even if you don't do business with us, at least you know that we're trying to educate you about what's really going yeah. on in the market and the economy. Amen. So that maybe if you do need some help in the future, um, you, you think of us. But we're, we're just trying to relay information and make, make ourselves a resource for people, uh, whether you do business with us or not.
0: You know, it's a way to build a rapport with people that you don't know. You know, if you have somebody that you don't know on your podcast and you have a conversation and you start out having a 30-minute public conversation, you get to know each other a little bit over that podcast, just a little bit. And it really does kind of break the ice on that. So after the podcast, it's like you already know each other. You just did a podcast together. Yes. we have had that experience, too, Uh, for 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 the guests because it's nerve-wracking
1: and it's it's scary at, at times. I still get like... Ooh, you know, before I start, yeah. like you, and and if it doesn't make you nervous, it's really not worth doing. Like, it's
0: not an ice breaker; it's a nice crusher.
1: That's right. Hey, yeah. It
0: really is when you're first meeting somebody.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you're all going through it together. You're like, all right, we got thirty minutes. You know, let's do this. And it's like, hey, we we did that together. And, and like going back to the way you felt at that certain time, you may not remember what you said on the podcast, but you're like, wow, I had a darn good time. It's yeah. Like,
2: and it makes you think about the questions you're asking that person. And it really makes you think about how you're interacting with that person because it's in a public forum, whereas behind closed doors, you might have something on your mind. And you're like, I got to go like to this appointment or I got this, you know, life thing going on. And, and you pay can, attention. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. kind of like you you can interact with them. We can all do that. Right. You're like, Oh, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I'm good. Great. Mm. Good 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 tuesday okay yeah. great yeah like you know you can do that but not really in a public forum you can't really run because you you're in be a, on yeah, yeah and you're in a time you're in a time slot yeah. and yes. you, it's like you better you better have something to say
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
2: what do y'all
0: think oh go ahead michaela you know people do business with people they know like and trust amen so once they see you on a podcast they get to know you a little bit whether you realize that they watched you or not you know, yeah. we got we got thousands of people out there that have seen the Curvo podcast and yeah. listen to the Curvo podcast and do every time we do one. Every, they get a notification that there's a new one or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get to know us just a little bit more. And hopefully they get to like us just a little bit more. And if they don't, that's OK, too. But there is that no like and and of course, trust, too. There yeah. is that no like and trust factor that you get with podcasts that you're that. It, how else do you get it? Like without, sp-
2: sp- you have to spend time with that person. Like yeah. you yeah. have to yeah. spend yes. an hour or two hours asking them questions and having the dialogue back and forth about your life stories and what you do and your how you see you know all that stuff. There's so. people
1: on podcasts that ha- you know, like say you know whatever King of Podcasts, Joe Rogan, like him or hate him, but there's people that have been on his podcast who who do podcasts and yeah. I follow them now. Yeah, you know, like and, and one thing about. Dude, uh, Michaela and I—we started the Curvo Small Business Network. It, it was a network, and uh, the, we we talked about this a little earlier. It's not exclusive, like right. you know what I'm saying. Like it's if, not
2: meant to be. Right? And it's
1: not. It's a truly a network, and and we're still about that. We're still about small business. That that makes that's a backbone of the community. So if you get uh, um a guy who does landscaping. It's not like we're not going to talk to another guy who does landscaping. It's a network. We're going to have another guy who does pressure washing. I'm a pressure washer. But I don't yeah. see it like that. No, exactly,
2: and that's and we were we were kind of talking about that. Just how like I don't know if I would if you ever give me a chance to talk about what Gilbert and I have taken the time to create and to do and our mission and our philosophy, I am not going to say no to that. I am so proud of, like, what we've done. And, like, why would I uh, – no, I don't – you know, we, it, we have competitors, too. We talk to our competitors. Like, we're not – we're all community members, and you should be a community member first, right, before That's you're right. anything else. And, and networking is built, at least from our perspective, because we're local and independent financial advisors. It's, it's about that
1: first, right? And then and the rest of the stuff kind of comes second. If somebody hears you talking bad about your competitors, I think that says more about you than it does your competitors. Amen. Amen. If somebody's Absolutely. talking to me about somebody else, I'm like, Why okay, first of all, why are you giving me this negative energy? Second of all, why are you so comfortable telling me and third of all, I don't even know if I want to do business with you again.
0: What are you going to tell other people about me? Exactly. exactly. As soon
1: as I, as soon as I turn yeah. around to leave, and
0: yeah. being in
2: being in a corporate, Ameri- like a corporate, super corporate environment in the banking world, I can tell you that was like that. That challenge for me to learn how like just myself deal with that and not participate in that was it was extremely hard. Really? Absolutely. Because. It's everywhere. Yeah, it is. And you just in, you know, and that's why. So to tie this back into what we started talking about, like how I was saying our philosophies are aligned is how, you know, Gilbert and I, when we come to work every day, like we're there to work and to build something worthwhile while we're on this earth. Like I'm not there for any other reason. And yeah, we want it to be. It's nice. It's a plus that we enjoy what we're doing. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and we've and we've tried Huge. to take the bull by the horns yeah. and direct as much of that for by, by our own control as possible. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're in a pool of like that many people or whatever, there's going to be discourse. And you just it's about how I respond and react to it. It and, is, you know,
1: than anything else. That's all right? you can control. And exactly. another thing is now we're in the Internet era. You can't hide. You no. can't you right. can't be like that behind closed doors and then go out in front of everybody and be like, hey, you know, I'm you know I'm representing yeah. my. You can't.
2: Everything
0: done in the dark will always be brought to light. That, that sounds right. that
1: sounds very big
2: brotherish.
3: But you. it's true. I'm you, we were it, just talking about true. 1984. <laughs> well, the, the other good thing yeah. about you know a small business, any small business, and, and maybe ours um, in particular, is that there, there's always plenty of business out there for everybody, and and so the market will bear as many competitors out there as, as it, it will. And if it if ever gets to the point where it's saturated with financial advisors or anything else, uh, some of those people will go out of business eventually because if there's not enough business, some of those people will get weeded yeah. out automatically. Uh, but the other thing too for us is that, uh, you know, we used to work for a big institution and that big institution was so big, they didn't have to care about people. They, they didn't, yeah. they didn't really didn't have to because they were so big you like them great. You don't too bad. Um, they, they really didn't care, but, but our small business. And, and I think most small businesses, they're small for a reason. They want to care. They <laughs> yeah. want to give back. They want to be able to participate in their communities actively. Cause I can tell you that big bank that we used to work for, they don't do nothing in Kerrville. Um, they don't. I've, no, I've, I've don't. called them personally. They, and they're like,
0: well, we don't do, we don't do any local advertising. Hmm. And I'm like, they oh, do like, not
2: cool. Uh, your name's only on the biggest building here in Kerrville. Yeah, they awesome, don't, they and you employ don't. people that mm. live in this community.
3: They they don't do anything for Kerrville. Now now, does that mean that they don't do anything? No, they do things, but on a national level, and and it really makes very little impact here in Kerrville, other than the employees that they uh, right. have. But but as a small business owner, we are trying to make a difference in our communities. Yeah. every day that we come to yeah. work, and and we're small enough that. Not only do we want to, but we have to make a difference. Because if if you're a small business and you think you're going to just hide out in the corner and, and grab business as it comes <laughs> just to Just answer fail. the phone all day yeah, and, that's that's and take it people's works. money. Oh, like, you <laughs> know what? In, in all the businesses that I've been in,
0: you know, since since I started doing this, or since I got out of the factory, I worked for Lysol for five years making bottles, making Lysol wipes. And, and I've, I've done a few things since then. And... And none of those, business, you think the people to stand back behind a phone and take orders all yeah. day, it's not running a business, especially business to business or business to consumer like you guys do or real estate or radio or anything else. It's not like fast food where you right. have a drive through of people coming through. You got to reach out and find people. You
1: have to, you, you got to make it yeah. happen. You, you have, have to, to find
0: to. prospects and then you have to, you have to build rapport with those prospects and then you, you have yeah. to provide value to those prospects and Make sure that you keep flooding them with with so much value that they always stay with you forever. That's what separates.
1: A,
2: Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that that makes me think of uh, the Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. There's something in there called the invisible hand, right? It's the like economic accountability factor. But what you just described, Michaela, is in my mind pretty close to that same thing, but at a at a local. Community level, um, but that's the beauty of it. It's like Gilbert said, we have to make it, di- and it has to be. We have to make a difference, and it has to be genuine, right? Yeah, for, for us to for us to survive uh, yeah. as a as a local
1: small business, people see through it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. authenticity. If it's not authentic, people can see through it so easily. You know, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I want to give a big shout out if you guys don't mind, real quick. I want to give a big shout out to Jam Broadcasting, <laughs> and you know, I learned a lot of of my. I mean, I've always had good values and everything, but I have learned so much about this uh, philosophy that Jam Broadcasting has really brought to this area. It's very refreshing. And, I mean, you talk about people that have done corporate radio for a long time, and they threw all the corporate radio rules out the window, and they're like, this is our fun land. Yeah. Like, this is where we get to do what we want without all the corporate rules and the cor- corporate red tape and everything. And you get to do not just radio, but make it your dream job mm. of radio. And you get to do whatever you want. As long yeah. as your stuff gets done, That's you right. do whatever you want and you enjoy every day like you're on vacation here. And and yeah. that culture is incredible. Not, and coupled with the fact that we also spend our time helping every single person in the Texas Hill Country yeah. that not only reaches out for help, but that we find out needs help too. That's the other part of it as well. And Justin and Leslie here, you can find them at sometimes five. I talked about this on a Facebook post over the weekend. You can find them sometimes at five or six events over the weekend. You know how much they charge for most of those events, especially the nonprofits? Zero dollars, not a dime.
1: They're darn good They go
0: out there and they just do it to help. They that's do it to awesome. help and they don't stop. I, I, I can't keep up with them. I, I hadn't met many people that that, that <laughs> yeah. can't keep up with me before. That's,
2: that's very inspirational and motivational. Like just know, and you know, it's crazy because I've been in here several times. I've met, I've met both of them. Um, but it's nice to get someone's perspective on them. Justin and, and Leslie, they're, they're, they're great people. behind
1: closed doors. It's the same way. Exactly. I'm serious. Exactly. The and, same. and they'll yeah. always, always, what do you need? What do you, and I'm like, and we go back to providing value. It's real. And that's how they are. And I'll never forget the way they have treated me since the first day I walked in here. Yeah. You know, Justin with this big, strong voice. Well, how are you doing? My name is, you know, <laughs> and, and just shook my hand and brought me right in. And that's when I was, I had absolutely nothing. Yeah. Except for debt, bills, and a, and a holy trigger yeah. that I lived in. And I feel like I've grown so much through this podcast. Um. With them letting us do it. Michaela, thank you for taking me in too. It's real. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Yeah. They care. We're in the same industry. Michaela and I are both realtors. And that's why I'm always giving her shout outs. Hey, hit up Michaela. Hit up Michaela. And Michaela's doing the same. Absolutely. And if Michaela didn't make me feel how she has through the years and and jam, I'd just be like, you know, I'll slide my card over to you. Yeah. It's not that way. We truly live. What we preach. Yeah. We love this community. We love that that's why we're the Curvil Podcast and we love our small businesses and um
0: and everybody else in here too. Yeah. And that's why we we went from the Curvil Small Business Network Podcast over to the Curvil Podcast. It's so we could have everybody, not just small business right, you know, people on here as well. All thank, right. We're thank over you. we're over thirty one,
3: we're at thirty two now. Uh you guys have anything else you want to talk about real quick before we jump off here? You know, what I would suggest, uh, we, we talked about it briefly, is uh, if if you're a small business owner, or even if you're just a regular individual and you've got something you want to talk about, think about doing a podcast. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, yeah. I, I, John, you know, and Michaela, we've talked about this. Uh, doing a podcast helps you get your message out, whatever it is, whether it's you're a nonprofit, a, a for-profit business, um, a realtor, a mortgage broker, what, whatever it is that you do. Um, and, and you're passionate about it, think about doing a podcast. The equipment's not that expensive. In fact, uh, I know a few people in this room that have uh, equipment that you could do a podcast on. Mm. Um, and, and you can work with other podcasters to get your message out there. So think about that uh, as a small business owner. Um, it's not that hard. Uh, I can assure you that me and Andrew, when we first started, all we did was reach out to a people, a couple of people that we thought could help us. And and they were more than willing to help us and and now we do our own podcast. So if
2: if we can figure it out, you can too. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: trust me. Uh, and another thing real quick while we're on that subject, and I got a meeting I gotta get into a minute ago. Um, but one more thing uh regarding this is you know, I used to go on YouTube. I used to I used to call it YouTube university. You know, if I need to learn yeah. something, I'd go on YouTube <laughs> university. Now I find myself more on podcast you. Mm -hmm. So if I want to learn about something, something major, something broad, broad scale, I'll go on and I'll listen to podcasts and usually they'll have, you know, 15 to a hundred episodes and you can choose which episode is closest to the topic of that topic, the subtopic of the topic that you're looking for. And you can learn about it on podcasts as well. So Hmm. podcasts are very, not just, not just informative or to keep you in the know, but they also, they're, they're very educational as well. So I just wanted to throw that in that's, real quick. That's true. Absolutely. I'm
1: going through that transition from YouTube to uh, Spotify now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just look up, you know, listing appointments or something. And then I, and then sometimes I'll listen to somebody like the keywords. Sometimes I'll listen to a, a podcaster that only has like, you know 300 views but i'll still listen to it and, that, and, and it's that good content shit is golden oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But,
0: all but right we gonna... gotta get out of here that's gonna wrap up number 86 uh awesome, 86. Uh, awesome. 86. Uh, awesome. 86. Uh, yeah andrew and gilbert awesome. thank, thank you both so much thank for coming thank you excuse my language you i got excited uh you can get this podcast it's going to be on facebook the video is going to be on facebook it's on the Kerbal podcast youtube it's on the curvil podcast anchor it's going to be on spotify apple podcast google podcasts And, of course, you can find every single episode, back to episode number one, at KerrvillePodcast.com. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you on Thursday of this week. See you, John. Later.